There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. I'd like to thank Brother Tim for having us on the Daily Doctrine Devotional Podcast. I'd like to turn, if you would, to Luke chapter 2. For time's sake, we're not going to read the whole story of the birth of Jesus Christ or what some know as the Christmas story. But in Luke chapter 2, I want you to see something that Mary does at the end of hearing all this. And In Luke chapter 2, verse 19, it says this, It says, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. To ponder is an act or period of considering, a reflecting, a thinking, or weighing upon the facts. It says that Mary kept all these things and pondered upon them. Uh, She, in her heart, was considering the things that the angel, the Lord, had just told her. Uh, These weren't things that just passed out of her heart. They weren't things that just passed out of her mind. She kept these things. She held on to them. She thought of these things. She weighed them out. She was wondering, what is going on here? Would to God that we would do this. When people come in to preach the King James Bible to us, when we're sitting there in Sunday school and being taught the things of God, will we ponder? these things, will we hold on to them, will we think these things, it would help us in our life and we would uh, do as Mary did and start keeping these things that we hear out of the word of God and ponder them and think upon them and weigh them out in our own lives. In Daniel chapter 1, in verse 8, in Daniel chapter 1, verse 8, it says, but Daniel purposed in his heart. Uh, Daniel, uh, just as Mary, she uh, made a deliberate decision to think upon these things that were from God. And here, Daniel purposed in his heart. He said, I am going to deliberately, I am going to purposefully make myself uh, do the things of God and not the things of this world. I'm going to make a deliberate decision to ponder what's going to be better for me, the things of this world or the things of God. And Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the things of the uh, king's meat. He wouldn't defile himself with the things of this world. Jesus said in John 14, 23, he says, Jesus answered and said unto him, if a man love me, he will keep my words and my father will love him and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Uh, Do you know why Mary kept the words of Jesus? Because she loved him as her son and her savior. Would to God we would get that if we love Jesus Christ, he says that we will keep his words. We will ponder on his words. We will do what his words say. If you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, keep 
my words. You want to know, uh, you know, I, I hear many people say, how can I show Jesus that I love him? Keep his words, ponder on them, let them have an effect in your life. But purpose, determine in your heart and in your mind that the things of God are more important than the things of this world. Matthew 6, says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first. Make a purpose. Ponder those things that are being told to you. When God shows you something, when the man of God is up there preaching or teaching or songs are being sung, let the words of God get into your heart and infiltrate and then purpose in your heart to change those things. Mary kept the words of Jesus because she loved him as her son and as her savior. And if you would turn with me to Genesis chapter 37, we're not going to read it all for time's sake. But in Genesis chapter 37, we see the beginning, the account of the life of Joseph. And Joseph here is telling his brothers all about the visions that God has given him and how he'll one day rule over them and how one day he'll save them. And this provoked a lot of anger and hate and jealousy among his brethren. Uh, Joseph is a wonderful picture, uh, a, 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 a prophecy of Jesus Christ, if you will. And here's Jesus Christ standing among his brethren, telling them who he is, and they, they kill him. And Joseph, they wanted to kill him because here he's telling them, you know, God told me that I'm going to rule over you and save your life one day. And they wanted to kill him. It provoked a lot of anger, hate, and jealousy among his brethren. Uh, but look at what jo- uh, jo- Jacob who's Joseph's father, look what he says in verse 11 of Genesis chapter uh, 37. 37, 11 says this, and his brethren envied him. They They had jealousies of him. They wanted to kill him. But his father observed the saying. Observe in one sense is to keep something. Uh, we observe or we uh, keep Sundays as the Lord's day. Uh, Jacob listened to what Joseph was saying and he kept what he said. He observed what Joseph was saying, he observed these things. Why? Because he understood. He may not have understood what was happening, but he understood that those words that were spoken came from God. And so he observed those things. He kept those things. And observe also means to look or see something. You know, we observe birds flying in the sky. And so uh, so we see here that in, in J- Jacob not only kept the words that God gave Joseph, but he also looked into them. In Genesis chapter 50, uh, Jacob is seeing these things come to pass. He heard it, he kept it, he thought upon it, and he looked forward to the coming of it, and he seen it come to pass when Joseph called them into Egypt. He seen the very things come to pass. He, he observed these things, he kept these things, because he knew that the words that Joseph was speaking were from God, and he watched for these things to come. And here it is, all the way in Genesis chapter 50, when they're called into Egypt, Jacob sees these things come to pass. You know, Ezra... In chapter 7, verse 10, it says this, For Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord. You know, as Ezra and Jacob prepared their hearts to look into the things of God, don't you think we ought to? You know, we call this the the Holy Bible, but yet we treat it like a self-help book. Why? We don't prepare ourselves to see uh, what God has in it. We, we're just looking for those things that we think that God wants to tell us or uh, uh, what we think that God might want to say to us or the direction that we think that God might want to have us in. No, Ezra prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord and to do it, it says. We ought to prepare our hearts. We need to make a purposing in our heart. We need to ponder our heart. We need to look in there and weigh those things that are coming out of that Bible. Put them into our life and put them in, then put them into use. James 1, 22 through 24, which is a very 
uh, popular verses, but I can tell you, I don't care how popular verses, if you can't live them, it's worthless. God didn't give us verses of the Bible just to look at. He didn't give us just uh, verses in the Bible just to memorize. He gave them to us to live. And James 1, 22 through 24 says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving in your own selves. You know, when you don't do the things, when you don't think upon the things that the word of God is telling you or is preached to you or is taught to you, the only one that's deceiving you is yourself. The devil ain't even got to come by and bother you. You do it yourself when you don't listen and do the things of God. And verse 23 says, for if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like unto a man beholding his, his natural face in the glass. For he beholdeth himself, he, that means he's looking at himself, and he goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner a man he was. Week after week, service after service, camp meeting after camp meeting, youth week after youth week, we see people come in, and the word of God is preached, and the Holy Ghost moves, and guess what they do? Uh, God shows them through the word of God what they are, but they don't ponder these things. You know how you don't, they don't, we know they don't ponder these things, or that they have not prepared their heart to receive these things, or they have not purposed in their heart because they leave and forget about what God has shown them. They leave and forget about what God has shown them about themselves. They leave the same way that they came in in that place. God says that person is deceived. When you walk out of church and you're not pondering or observing what is preached, you'll forget about what manner of person the Holy Ghost just showed you you are. In both of these cases with Mary and Jacob, we see two people who have taken the things that God has said would come to pass and they thought on them and they kept them. How about it, my friend? What has God shown you maybe in the past week, past month? What has he shown you in the special meetings of the preaching that's been going on? What has he showed you? Will you ponder these things? Will you make a, a purpose in your heart? Will you deliberate to weigh these things out and to do them? Would to God we be more like them and hear or read the things of God and do it? Most come to church, they hear the word that is preached, and they leave here the same way they came in. Why? Because they don't keep or ponder the things of God in their hearts. So what happens to a person that, that, that does not ponder these things or observe these things? Well, turn with me to Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1, and we'll see a person who don't put, ponder, who don't think on these things, who don't purpose or prepare their hearts to receive the things of God. Look at Romans chapter 1 and verse 28. We'll start Romans chapter 1, verse 28. And it says, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. My friend, if you're not thinking about what's being preached, if you're not thinking about and studying in your readings, you're not, you know what you're not doing? You're not retaining God's knowledge. And it says those that do not like to retain God in their knowledge, it says that God gave them up to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventor of evil things, disobedient to parents. We could just park right there for a little bit. I don't care how old you are. If your parents are alive, God says to honor your uh, father and your mother. Here it says you're somebody who doesn't like to retain God in their knowledge. They're disobedient to parents. Without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing who knowing, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. My goodness. 
Won't we ponder what's being said on Brother McVeigh's podcast? Won't we ponder the preaching of the King James Bible? Will we not ponder those things that we read or study in our own study time? Will we not observe them and hold on to them and think upon them and weigh them out in our own lives and then make a determination, a purpose as Daniel did and then prepare our hearts as Ezra to do these things? You're listening now. You know why you're listening to this podcast? Because God is thinking of you. Proverbs 21, 2 says, Every way of man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord pondereth the hearts. God is not looking on the outward of the man. The Bible said that he pondereth the hearts. That means with that E-T-H on the end of that word ponder, that means God's continually looking at your heart. That means he's continually trying to make manifest those things that are in your heart. And you're continually refusing to look at it. You're not pondering them. You're not thinking on them. You're not weighing them out. You're not looking at them through the eyes of God. You're looking at them through the eyes of pride, through the eyes of religion, and through the eyes of self. Jeremiah 29 verses 11 through 13 says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace. What wonderful thoughts that God, is, that his thoughts towards us. He says he's thinking thoughts of peace and not evil to give you an expected end. Then you shall call upon me and shall go and pray unto me and I will hearken unto you and you shall seek me and find me and you shall search for me with all of your heart. This is what God is saying that if you'll ponder those things that he's telling you, he wants to give you an expected end. This is why Jesus Christ went on the cross of Calvary. This is why he died and his soul was made an offering in hell that he rose again for you. Why? Because those are good thoughts of God. His son, his soul was put in travail in hell. The suffering, the travail of Jesus Christ. So then was God satisfied. Then was God satisfied. Why? Because he was thinking thoughts towards you. Oh, would you not ponder that for a while? Would you not think upon that? Would you not weigh that into where you're at today and put that in your whole heart? Proverbs, Psalms 33, 11 says, The counsel of the Lord standeth forever, the thoughts of his heart to all generations. Isn't that wonderful that God thinks of all generations? Luke 19.10 says this, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save. That was your loss. That is a... That is something that God does. That is something that he's pondered and he's sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die. Why? Because the Son of Man has come to seek and to save. That was God thinking of you. Should we not think of him? Psalm 139, 13-18 says, For thou hast possessed my reins. Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that thy soul knoweth well right. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously uh, wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, yet being unperfect. And in a book all my members were written, which in the countenance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they are more in a number than I than the sand. When I wake, I am still with thee. All the wonderful thoughts. Do you know if God is pondering the things of us in his heart, shouldn't we ponder and observe those things of God and in his word in our heart? My friends, I pray this was a blessing to you. I pray that today you'll start pondering and thinking of those things of the Word of God, thinking of the things that God has for you. I pray that you have a blessed day today.
There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord. As he cries for forgiveness and mercy, God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption calleth not. Now the angels of God are rejoicing For the prodigal child has come home And the saints all with gladness are singing The glorious song of the redeemed